Ray is here. Uh, Susie Larson is not today because <laughs> it is Yom Kippur, and Ray is teaching on Yom Kippur. If you have missed his teachings today or any of his teachings over the past two years, there is a link at the Risenstein Facebook page and also at the Victory Facebook mm-hmm. page. Well, there's just so much. We still have. We're gonna. What we're gonna do just to give you kind of a preview of where we're going. We're going to dig into the real heart of Yom Kippur from the Jewish priesthood, what actually happened for a couple of moments. And then we are going to look at this year, 5776. What does that mean? What's Mm -hmm. coming? What is 5776, especially looking at the 76, what's that mean? And uh, the letter Vav 6, or Vav. Uh, number And finally, after that, we're going to look at what I always do every year, which is I look at the 10 days of, of uh, the Days of Awe and see what happens there as a preview mm-hmm. of what's coming in the year ahead. So sure. The rest, after we get this first part here, we'll jump right into kind of a prophetic look at what's coming. Okay. Day no, of Atonement. No, you're prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> so the Day of Atonement. Huge day, obviously. Mm-hmm. For the Jews, this was the day the high priest sacrificed a bull that would cover the sins of the priesthood. Obviously, with Jesus, he needed no sacrifice. He would be covered in blood. You know, you have to understand for a sacrifice, they're wearing white and they're sacrificing Mm -hmm. and killing all these animals Mm -hmm. and they're covered in blood when it's done. Mm -hmm. A wonderful picture of, not really wonderful, but true to form picture of Revelation right. when Jesus is treading out the winepress of the wrath of God and he comes his, and his whole things are covered in blood. This is that picture. So uh, the priest goes into the Holy Holies to pour the blood on the mercy seat. Now this is where we go into kipper, kapper, and all those different words. The uh, kaporet, the cover of the mercy seat is where the blood ran down. Mm. Now this is a very small, it's not a huge thing, but, and that comes from the word kipper, so he would take, um, that Yom Kippur kipper, uh, then he would take two goats to cover the sins of the people. One is the sin offering and that's the blood you pour on the mercy seat and one is the scapegoat who would carry their sins into the wilderness so that the people's sins would be forgiven. That would cover him for a year. Much better deal with Jesus. He tore that curtain open forever mm-hmm. with his sacrifice. So there is no more sacrifice. Our Jesus was covered with his own blood on the cross. And that sealed all of that for us. So this day of atonement, when we step back, it points all kind of pointings to Jesus. There's a lot of interesting things. Now, we got to go to the Dead Sea, and we got to go to Qumran, the Dead Sea Scrolls, and look through all of that. So some of this goes back to all of that, because if you there's several things that happen. This this goat is supposed to be taken to Azazel, which some would look at as a mountain. Mm-hmm. Well, for the Dead Sea Scrolls, one of those, there's a lot of extra-biblical books in there. In other words, books that are not in the Bible as the Apocrypha. And so one of those uh, has Azazel, and it, it's called the Book of Giants, which is part of the... There's a lot about Enoch, uh, mm-hmm. the Book of Enoch and all that. And so in that one... Azazel is Mount Hermon, which is on the sides of the north, way up in Dan. And that's where the fall of the angels and back from the mm-hmm. time of Noah and all that happened. So that's part of that in, in Qumran, for those of you who went to Israel. But for the Jews, they don't look at it that way. Azazel simply means for absolute removal. In other words, 
you're dead to me. You've ever mm. seen that done when they chop the fingers? So um, the high priest puts his hands into this wooden box, and he pulls them out with two different labels. One is for Yahweh, one for God, and the other is for absolute removal or mm. Azazel. So basically, the interesting story here, and this is from the Talmud, so this is the teaching of the Jews, and... They still talk about this, <laughs> amazingly enough. When Simon the Just was the high priest, uh, what they did is they had to signal to know when the goat had been thrown from the mountain. Mm-hmm. And so they signaled themselves with flags and the one back at the temple. And so there is this, this garment, this thread, that as soon as the, it, was, it was scarlet, and as soon as the goat was thrown... For all the times of that high priest, it would turn white as soon as mm. the goat was thrown off. Mm. And that was a picture uh, pretty much easy to see as Isaiah 118. Uh, Though your sins are like scarlet, they will be white as snow. Mm. But what's interesting, after that season, uh, instead of changing to white, they knew that that meant that their sins were forgiven so they could go forward. But... Up until at the death of Jesus, that was the last time that ever happened. Mm. For the, there was only 40 more years before the temple was destroyed that they could make sacrifices. And there was never again a time when that that's mm-hmm. turned white. Mm-hmm. The Jews still look back. They still have it. Look back from the Talmud. And so it's a wonderful perspective from Christians. We look at that and go, well, duh. Mm-hmm. But again, it was one of those moments where... God even wanted to just set it in the hearts of those. And there's a lot of things that the Jews would later kind of pull off and go, you know, let's let's not talk about that anymore. Because it it looked it was there were so many obvious things that Jesus was a Messiah. Right. And that was one of them. And so they tried not to do that, but that is still in the town. But now it is the holiest day for the Jews, the Yom HaKadosh. So holiest day. The um the kipper, we talked about kipper being that top of the uh, where the sacrifice is done. It comes from kafir or kafir, the the ransom or redeemed, which is basically the cross. Mm. So no matter how you slice this, when you're on Yom Kippur, when you're thinking about what's going on, it's all pointing forward to Jesus. Everything about it points to Jesus. Right. And the interesting part is. Whenever Yom Kippur or Yom Kippur is written, it's written in the plural, Yom Kippurum. So it means a day like Purim. And Purim is, it cleanses us from a multitude of sin. That's the story of Esther and Haman. It's the day of deliverance and salvation. And that really kind of points to Passover when Jesus died. Mm-hmm. But it also, obviously, because the word has its roots in Yom Kippur, the day of atonement. So it forever links Yom Kippur with Passover. Mm-hmm. This, this judgment wow. day. Wow. <laughs> judgment day. And you could take it a step further, and, and I'd have to do more research on this, but the head covering that the Jewish people wear, the yarmulke, is also called the kippah, yeah. from dome, from covering. Wow. So, I mean, just... just All that, the signs keep, point. <laughs> <laughs> you think it kind of... Well, and now here's another one. This is, again, I'm going to give you both sides of it, because I just think it's fair. So the priest enters with incense before him. If you've ever, ever been in part of the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. the, a lot of their traditions has him coming with incense, and that mm-hmm. comes from Jewish tradition. So he approaches the Ark of the Covenant with an incense, and he sprinkles the blood on that Ark, the Bible says, to do that. So, But now when you go in and... Um, this it's unique because it's the only time you come in and pour blood on that Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. So one time a year you get to come in. So 
Um, the most holy day of the year, he comes in in white. The rabbis all agree that the priest motion, now this is a word, um, K-Mazlif, K-Mazlif. Uh, or, in other words, the translation is you put the blood on there as if you're whipping someone. Mm. So wow. it's a certain motion in the Mishnah, in, as well as the Babylonian Talmud. The motion is once upward and seven times downward, aiming to, this is from the Talmud and Mishnah, aiming to sprinkle neither upwards nor downwards, but Kazma's leaf, making the movement of swinging whip. Now, wow. now that's enough. In and of itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that is. But there's more. Some have suggested that the original word has a T in it, which is K Matzleaf, which is translated like a cross, which is the same. <laughs> but the obvious implication of that verse, little too much for the Jewish sages. So it was changed to take the T out and just as a whip. Not that that really helps the argument anymore that you're making. But however you look at it, when the priest is putting the blood on there, it's put on as if it's put on with a whip. Can I ask if you know, when the priest did this, did they use um, a branch of hyssop? Was that significant? I'd have I mean, to look. Was you can look specific? in the scripture of how okay. it's put on there. Mm-hmm. Because that's how God instructed, you know, the Israelites. The Moses. Right. Uh, to use a branch of frames. hyssop on the doorframe for the angel of death to pass over right. the, the Israelite houses that were covered by the blood. And also making it a door of blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yep. so much there. So, you know, the with that rabbinic kind of a mandate it reinforces the picture of god himself and they get this which is the really odd part because a lot of times the argument of the jews is god isn't going to be the one that does this but this particular picture argues that it is god himself paying the price for our sins being whipped and suffering Mm. at the hands of humanity the Mm. priest or even god himself so um throughout the year in sacrifice after sacrifice, the tabernacle absorbs all the sins of the people. But on Yom Kippur, you are pushing the reset button. You go back to zero. That's why it's called the Sabbath. A Sabbath mm-hmm. a year of Jubilee. Mm-hmm. The Sabbath years when everything goes back to all the land and stuff goes back to its original owner. So, obviously, we have so many pictures there of the Messiah, Jesus, and how he would redeem us. All through his blood one day, I will remove the iniquity of this land in a single day. It was always looked at as Yom Kippur, but we, of course, discovered on Passover and what it was. Well, if you did not have the home game of Ray teaching on Yom Kippur, uh, you do now. It's all recorded. It is all up at the Victory Facebook page and the Rise of Stein. That'll be after we get done today. We'll put this Mm. this version up. Yes, but what you just heard. Yes. What you just heard, all the things you've heard on the teachings uh, are up at the Victory Facebook page and the Rise and Stein Facebook page. Teaching on Yom Kippur continues right here on Rise and Stein.